This is Victor Heck, and I'm a Solution Advisor for Digital Supply Chain at SAP. And this is episode 70 of the SAP Experts Podcast. It's been almost a year that SAP and Siemens have taken the extraordinary step of forming an alliance. Imagine that, two giants in the tech industry, competitors in many respects, come together around one common vision improving the flow of data from product design through manufacturing to maintenance of the so-called digital thread. Today, I'm talking with Andreas Matlenschnik from the Global Center of Excellence for Digital Supply Chain. He is the perfect person to talk to about this partnership because he knows both sides of the fence. Having worked at Siemens in the product lifecycle management space for more than 10 years, he just recently moved over to SAP. So we'll discuss where the partnership is at the moment, why it is so important for our customers, and most importantly, what's in it for them. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And without further ado, I bring to you Andreas Medlinsch. Andreas, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Victor, for having me. So you just recently moved over from Siemens to SAP. Um, what did you think about SAP before you joined and what do you think about SAP today? So what, what, do you, what did surprise you actually about the company? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, so actually, uh, the partnership that we most probably are going to talk later on was for me that entry point uh, to that and uh, to get a, a closer look also to SAP. SAP was for me just before always something magic in the business so it's in the business heart of almost every company uh, I, I might say so very often in, in touch with sap uh, it was just uh, in a let's say downstream process a, a must-have criteria right so if you just hand over information at some time there's every time sap right that was uh, what i always uh, have seen sap but i especially for Let's say, and that's a kind of myth, maybe even uh, a kind of commercial heart, right? Mm-hmm. So not really very much about technical aspects, more for the financial and commercial stream. So SAP to you, if I may rephrase, that was more the wall that you threw the data over uh, at the end of your of your process, and it mostly had to do with financials and not really with operational processes. Yes, I, I, I like your analogy here very much. Okay. Uh, the, the walls and the <laughs> silos. Let's talk maybe a little bit on that one later on. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Correct. So that was a surprise to you. It didn't really materialize that way. I, I, I was surprised at the end I, I, when I was in the recent years uh, working more uh, on that uh, subject matters. So uh, then uh, I started also to realize what is happening behind that wall uh, more and more. Uh, and it's very much also about technical aspects. Yeah? And uh, let's say that event uh, during the mid of last year, that was then the, the, the approval for everything, right? For, for the assumptions, how important it is, uh, etc. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was the first or one of the most surprising things for me as well when I joined SAP, you always have it in the back of your head as more of an, you know, an ERP provider, right? But then in the end, there's so much more to it where you have, I don't know, you have your engineering solutions, you have your project management solution over there. And, and um, especially here in the DSC area, in the digital supply chain area where we are mostly focused on, it's incredible how much breadth that SAP also has next to the European monolith. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. They share one thing in common, right? They are uh, giants in what they do, right? Mm -hmm. um, so Siemens traditionally coming more from the hardware perspective from mm -hmm. a CAD centered uh, environment and SAP yeah, being the ERP powerhouse that we just uh, uh, touched on. Um, and in parts, of course, there are also competitors, right? So mm -hmm. why did it make sense to form a partnership um, in the first place, actually? Mm -hmm. uh you know, it's it's very important uh, to know that actually Siemens, uh, and that's that's a myth maybe, it's not only about, uh, let's say, machines or a kind of logic controllers uh, or washing machines, something like that. It's very much, uh, in the meanwhile, also about software, right? So uh, about 15 years ago, uh, a big portion uh, within Siemens arose as a software uh, part of the company. They got acquired. So they, they, uh, back then, uh, that was focused focusing on engineering uh, capabilities uh, with uh, UGS, Unique Graphics, uh, and uh, it was one really important aspect back then. Uh, I would say many didn't know what what is the idea behind it, but uh, year by year, uh, more and more, it, it got obvious uh, that Siemens also shall uh, become a, a software-driven company as well. So not only about machines uh, and controllers, and other stuff uh, as you have seen they, uh, there are household mediums and so on like uh, like mentioned before uh, but there is it is more about the brand uh, so, uh, and sites so Siemens uh, owns many different sites where they are producing also uh, things uh, but at the end uh, that software aspect uh, became uh, more and more important uh, so and uh, that fraction actually uh, started to partner uh, in the last year that software fraction uh, with SAP. Uh, so and that's a kind of, of unique move, right? Uh, and that's for sure, if you combine the two forces, it's a, it's a, a unique uh, uh, solution point, uh, or unique selling point, sorry, uh, um, having a digital thread uh, coming from engineering uh, across the digital supply chain uh, till the, the world and the end of the product's life cycle. Mm -hmm. That's unique uh, to combine that two worlds, yeah? Back to... Um the soccer analogy that he used before, right? Um, we're not only training together as two teams now, uh, um, but we're also playing our first games. Mm -hmm. So we're in the field together. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about that? Um, yeah, there, there are actually uh, more styles uh, in which way we are just uh, doing that in the market. Uh, um, we are working together at uh, customers uh, that have both solution in place. So uh, Siemens so and SAP. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, we're doing that uh, also uh, very deep dived uh, in so-called lighthouse projects, uh, so that I um, specific customers uh, that uh, where this partnership is especially uh, considered uh, and uh, worked on together. Um, so that, uh, let's say, uh, the, um, one of the main drivers uh, also about that uh, um, synergy areas and so on that we were talking before. Uh, so that's treating customers, but but also please think about uh, it's not it's not a prerequisite that uh, you have SAP uh, and uh, Siemens Team Center in place. Of course, it's also relevant for those uh, who only have SAP. Uh, no Siemens uh, Team Center in place or vice versa. So uh, Siemens Team Center, but no uh, SAP ERP. 
Of course, also the, the green field, let's say, that it could be relevant there as well. Um, but uh, we're not limited here. That's, that's important to know, yeah. So this is not only interesting for someone who's already using Team Center or uh, who's already using SAP. They could be using either of those two components or even both of them together and just be interested in how they can streamline those two walls. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. exactly. So I understand that Siemens is not only a hardware provider, right? Uh, they are also now big in software, mm -hmm. as is SAP, of course, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, and that's really where, where they're also partly complementary, where they're sometimes competing. But why did it make sense then to, to form this partnership? Yeah, uh, you mentioned it before, actually, with that wall. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, actually, you can think here also about, let's say, silos, right? I, I, I see or I saw that uh, at Siemens as well as now at SAP, it's very much about breaking the walls uh, and get rid of that silo approach, right? So uh, within the engineering uh, backbone side, uh, where Siemens uh, and its solution with Team Center is very strong, uh, it's also very much about breaking silos. But at the end, if you just do an optimum there, you have, again, a big silo, right? And on the other side, uh, uh, looking at SAP, it's also, let's say, one clear goal, objective for SAP to get rid of all the different silos you have along the digital supply chain. Uh, but at the end, you are facing also the danger of one big silo again, right? So uh, if you're able uh, to break that wall between these two silos uh, with that uh, two specialists, you get a digital threat at the end of the day. That's a, that's something uh, very unique here, right? Uh, so you're, you're starting with the first idea of a, pro, uh, of a product, for instance. Uh, you're getting across the engineering process. You're, you're getting, you're not jumping over, so not you're not jumping over that wall, but you're getting over to the next necessary steps uh, uh, that is uh, covered by SAP uh, in different aspects, uh, um, project management, configuration, then the logistics needs, uh, manufacturing, uh, going downstream, and maybe even coming back right so not only downstream also it's about upstream mm -hmm. so uh, that's a synergy effect let's say for hours and weeks or longer right uh, but it's just started uh, that story started mm -hmm. so um, just to rephrase that you say um, Siemens originally started more being geared towards the engineer, for example. Yeah? So you start with the idea, you build your model, you, then you define the bill of materials, so everything that goes into a product. And then when it's about, for example, um, manufacturing it also, that's the wall where you threw it over before, or it might also have been somewhere, uh, someplace else, a little bit further down the line. But somewhere after the core engineering process, this is really where uh, the other silo began, right? And here it's really about tearing down this wall and making those sites talk to one another mm -hmm. by having those two giants talk to one another, mm -hmm. right? Um, so SAP and Siemens, mm -hmm. is that? Rightly put, put here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned again uh, the, the manufacturing aspect, and you said uh, one thing before at the beginning. So, yes, there are two uh, companies uh, that have a lot of experience and a lot of uh, capabilities uh, in their engines, mm -hmm. let's say. And manufacturing uh, is, by the way, uh, one area uh, where both have offerings, and the partnership is not focusing on this one, right? Uh, so, uh, manufacturing is a kind of, of mm -hmm. area. 
where of course there are discussions uh, mm -hmm. also when you're uh, with customer in the customer scenario but the most important thing is that you meet the customer needs right and so uh, there are more options uh, more than once Uh, let's say, but at the end, it is exactly what you just said before. Yeah. Right. It, of course, it's always important to keep in the back of your head. SAP and Siemens are complementary in many areas, right? Yes. And yeah. in some areas, of course, they do overlap. And this, these parts of the portfolios of the respective... Exactly. I, okay. I, I say something uh, right now I, I, that is maybe also kind of, let's say it's my point of view, but mm -hmm. I, I also think that there are very good, nice uh, complementary aspects within manufacturing area as well. But you know, you have to start anywhere with yeah. a partnership, right? And uh, one of the most natural aspects are some areas, some, uh, let's call them exactly how they call it, synergy areas, uh, where the companies uh, agreed on to work on together in the first step. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the partnership started out roughly a year ago, right? And um, what has happened so far? Where are we now? when we look at this partnership? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I, I just give it a try with an energy uh, to, let's say, soccer, right? Oh, it's, uh, uh, so it's, it's just all about the European uh, uh, championship at the moment, right? So, uh, by the way, Austria, right? So uh, we even won a game. Uh, uh, more to come, of course. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, if you co compare it to, maybe everyone knows Manchester United and Real Madrid, Uh, and you bring that together. So uh, there is uh, anyone saying, hey, we have not the option. There, there will be an own league. Manchester and Real Madrid will form one team. Awesome, isn't it? What do you think, Victor? Well, yeah, th there was this discussion about the Super League lately, right? Which yeah, wins. That's a little bit complicated. So let's, let's take that off. That's true. Uh, but I, I just let's, but it would be a let's, great team. Yeah, of exactly. course. Barcelona, yeah, it's, it's all about Madrid. that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so that we're not starting to talk about soccer right now. Uh, uh, but yes, uh, you have the opportunity to form a very special team, right? So maybe the sky's the limit or even uh, not the limit. Um, and that's uh, what they announced also within last year. Um, middle of last year uh, of course they, they were defined and so on and some ongoings uh, but officially then the two teams got to know each other right mm -hmm. and uh, there, there was of course at the beginning and everyone was just very impressed by that announcement uh, and uh, a lot of opportunities came in mind right and but then you have to start to think about the details and so uh, it's a lot of work so it's every relationship i don't mind which one i uh, also means work right mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of organization working in the backgrounds is happening really a lot there, there are even own teams working together on specific topics uh, let's talk uh, on this later on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but it's a lot of effort as well uh, but it's very promising uh, for, uh, for a company uh, at the end of the day uh, that such two companies are working together in a partnership yeah so uh, at the moment I, um, there are already some some further steps uh, within the partnership uh, where we are going to in the synergy areas uh, With you, just uh, the area domains. Yeah, uh, please. Interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, actually, uh, we were going for six areas. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, first one is portfolio project management. Mm -hmm. uh, the second one is about system engineering. The third one is about configuration. Fourth is called supplier uh, collaboration. The fifth is visualization. And the sixth is about intelligent asset management. So and for every single area, you can talk for 
Ages. Ages. <laughs> exactly, right. So that was the very first step uh, that they were defining as the, the common uh, synergy areas. And they're making progress, right? So uh, more and more, uh, uh, you do not only have some, let's say, uh, blueprints about it. Uh, there's technically uh, more and more going on in the background. And it's very much about integration. And that's a, a very important word here with a lot of content behind it uh, because it takes care for you about a lot of things, what's going on, but information, uh, data that is exchanged, uh, not only in one direction, which is very commonly the case if you talk about integration from a uh, so-called PLM, so an uh, engineering platform, a dedicated one to an ERP system. Uh, that's kind of integration that we are going for here and we are working on this and we will release it uh, quite soon. Uh, is a common objective uh, uh, that will make something special very very uh, uh, available for everyone right uh, so that's a, a uniqueness that we are running here for and it's just work in progress and i'm happy to uh, that we very soon will have the release for that okay so um what exactly are we doing in those focus areas so, so you mentioned um asset management here for example um What is it that we're doing here? It, um, maybe let's take an example. So uh, mm -hmm. let's say I am running a windmill power plant here. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, I bought it maybe from you. you. You might be the provider yeah? mm -hmm. uh, that actually built the windmill, maybe Vestas, for example. Yeah? And uh, I'm also the one maintaining it myself. Right? Mm -hmm. So what's in it for me mm -hmm. yeah? um, from this partnership? Mm -hmm. So um, we could now consider an end-to-end -end process, right? So mm -hmm. I'm the one who are creating the manufacturing equipment. So uh, I take care about the design, the documents, the requirements, systems engineering, everything that is, that is behind that uh, specific product, uh, doing simulation maybe on it, uh, etc. Uh, but uh, I have then the finished product uh, with all the as-designed information. Uh, and now take also care for you uh, about the service uh, requirements. So I, I can form out of uh, a so-called bill of material where all the design information is in there. I make a new perspective called service bill of material. Uh, so I, I, bringing, uh, I make a reorganization of that bill of material for service needs, let's say. And uh, in the next step, I can also think about uh, special uh, operation tasks that I have to do and what I need to do that task, what resources do I need, uh, etc. Just uh, to make that uh, specific equipment for you then also accessible uh, for service, maintenance, repair needs, whatever. Right? And then I uh, am providing it to you. I'm doing maybe the asset uh, commissioning. So I'm providing that equipment to you physically. The windmill. Yeah. The windmill, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I, uh, you are executing, you're running uh, the windmill in your system. Okay, that's another commercial aspect, but who is running it and who is responsible for it. But then it's uh, at your plant. There is that handover process uh, from uh, I'm providing uh, to the execution. Uh, and there uh, can also exactly be behind the certain on the digital approach uh, that handover between uh, a, a team center uh, and the SAP world, right? So the digital twin uh, in parallel uh, is happening, is existing, it's handed over. You're doing the scheduling, 
of that maintenance work and the repair and so on. Uh, and uh, then I um, distribute that information, like for instance with mobile devices, uh, to the maintenance uh, I, uh, employees uh, who are doing executing it. Then you are monitoring, right? Uh, you, are, you are watching what is happening in the machine. Uh, are you going to have any downtimes, pre uh, predictive maintenance information? Uh, so doing risk assessments and also giving back that information uh, to the colleagues in the engineering department. So what you're saying actually is that, um, and you mentioned a, a, a very big word here, the digital twin. Yeah? Um, so the digital twin is born in the moment of engineering. Yeah? So when you have the first idea and you build your um, the first models around it, um, you start building the so-called digital twin that then grows over the lifetime of the asset uh, of this windmill. So mm -hmm. you, you might start out with a CAD model of this, um, of this windmill. And the critical part is exactly what you said, right? Um, there used to be a wall between this engineering department and, for example, the, um, the asset manager. So, so me, who is mm -hmm. now actually doing the actual maintenance. Mm -hmm. What SAP and Siemens are doing, if I understand you correctly, is that I receive all the information that is necessary to maintain the asset from engineering process and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I can give feedback on the design of the windmill, for example, because there's wear and tear on a certain part that shouldn't happen or mm -hmm. that goes too fast. And I'm able to provide this feedback back mm -hmm. to the engineer so that he or she can improve on the design of the asset. Mm -hmm. yeah? Is that right to put? Yeah, exactly. And I, uh, it stays linked, right? So I, I'm doing not that drop over the wall, as we just said before about it. I, I keep stay in touch. Right? So I, I, if engineering is changing then anything, uh, and you have to make them notice uh, in the in maintenance department, for instance, uh, of that uh, I, um, the one who is running the equipment at the windmill, uh, then they know each other, uh, and the digital shadow of that real equipment mm -hmm. is uh, literally uh, that digital twin we were talking before about. A digital twin is a very, uh, let's say, mighty word, or let's say has many different faces, right? Yeah. They, I think, I don't know how many books are already on market who are just talking about digital twin, but uh, I think from that perspective that the digital twin starts very early uh, and is growing, I think that's a good picture, uh, and handing over to stay there as a digital shadow for the physical equipment uh, and uh, to benefit exactly from that. Right. So let's say that I, um, as Vestas, for example, yeah, or as someone who is um, uh, producing, who is engineering, who is also manufacturing, um, if I'm interested now in getting started with this SAP Siemens partnership, how do I get started? You know, uh, I guess maybe you have already contact uh, with either SAP uh, or uh, a Siemens colleague. Uh, then, of course, get in contact with them. But of course, feel free just to contact me, reach out to me. Uh, and I in person take care about it or uh, at least uh, I just forward you to the right one for you. Yeah, of course. And well, uh, you'll tell us how to best reach you at the end of the podcast, of course. Yes, uh, we'll yeah, we'll of also course. talk about that. But um We're not done here yet, right? We want to um, <laughs> okay. we want to dive deeper a little bit into, for example, what's next in the partnership here. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I actually I think the most important thing to, to mention here is that integration, right? So we, we were talking about that uh, six synergy areas and every uh, single area I, I really uh, heavily relies on that what is happening in the background and what is happening in the background is that integration and that's something that is developed even together. So there's a team working together on that, so Siemens SAP team. Uh, and I, um, we will uh, facing quite soon uh, that uh, first uh, release uh, of that integration of that commonly developed uh, integration solution uh, that is much more that uh, than we have seen so far. Uh, I don't care uh, who we are talking about a PLM or an ERP provider because I, I now really based on that partnership the one took care about the other and is taking care about uh, each other as it's an ongoing project right so uh, you can read on that uh, in our blog uh, online page uh, we, we have some uh, who are, are making blogs uh, for you so i also provide a lot of information in linkedin about it so if you just connect uh, then you will also get updates on that uh, so we have a clear release plan on this as well uh, and uh, that integration uh, will do a lot for the customer in the background uh, with uh, much less need in, in services. Uh, and you know the best uh, digital system is maybe that one that you can't see and is doing a lot for you, right? So and that's about this uh, in this integration as well. So that's interesting. So it's not only, you know, like an approach in in a sales cycle, for example, that we are partnering up in mm -hmm. in, in qualifying or, or and and building an architecture for our customers. It's also on a technical perspective that mm -hmm. we are now working together across those two companies to bring those two worlds together. Mm -hmm. uh, um, how does this cross those two companies to bring those two worlds together? Mm -hmm. uh, um, how does this work? Help me understand that. It, do our customers in the future need to, for example, accept a certain approach that is now, you know, being um, defined by Siemens and SAP? Or are they still flexible in how they want to integrate here? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's a good point, Victor. I, I would say what, I, what I've learned, it's also quite interesting for me as I, I I, I worked long for Siemens. I, I, I really appreciate what I did there, what I experienced there and all the smart colleagues and so on. And uh, quite similar over here. Uh, and uh, that's also one thing uh, that I, that combined forces actually I, um, helps you a lot to better understand the other side. Uh, and sitting together, simply sitting together, working together uh, on this uh, makes you aware of a lot of things. Mm. And that's one thing for both sides uh, that brings us more than one step further. Yeah? Uh, you know, actually, flexibility, uh, I've seen it uh, at Siemens uh, as important as it is uh, in SAP. Flexibility is key, right? So, uh, of course, uh, you try to, to stay on a standard uh, as far and as much as possible. Uh, but uh, customers do have uh, their, uh, um, from, from time to time, special requirements, uh, and there it needs some flexibility. And doing that together I, I, with that approach, and also on the integration side, it's very important. 
Uh, that means I, uh, we have best-in-class approaches. Uh, we have kind of, you can call it blueprint for the single synergy areas. So, uh, so those six that we talked about before. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have recommendations. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you are the one who is building the windmill or if you are using the windmills or different perspectives. Uh, uh, so uh, we have uh, there are some things as orientations maybe as well. But yeah, we, we, we are flexible here just to adapt it. Uh, as it is needed um, but uh, there is a fundamental of that in integration that will uh, f uh, set the base for, for all of this yeah so it's like uh, yeah so you have a rough cut blueprint right that gives you orientation in what's the best practice in integrating mm -hmm. those two mm -hmm. worlds together mm -hmm. yeah but um, in case you need something special that um, a little bit deviates from this blueprint, you mm -hmm. still have the flexibility to do that. Exactly. That is, okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, well, that I think that was a pretty good uh, summary for for our um, discussion here. Not too high level. Not too deep leveled. <laughs> I hope so. Just, I just do right. hope so. <laughs> I hope we didn't leave any questions unanswered here. Um, in case you do have questions, uh, dear listener, how can you, Andreas, uh, be reached? Uh, via mail, uh, via LinkedIn. Uh, so Victor just uh, shared the details afterwards uh, mm -hmm. and as easy as that. Yeah. So I can, I'll provide your email and your LinkedIn in the show notes. And uh, of course, you can also approach me in case you have any questions. And yeah, I'm looking very much forward to how this, how this partnership is going to develop in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Victor. Thanks. Thanks.